And we are live. This is the first official Six Balls podcast, isn't it? Because I think we tried to do this as an end of year review last year. And uh, the point fingers right at you, Alex. I think it did not turn up. <laughs> I felt that one. I felt that one. I wasn't sure whether we were actually supposed to line one up in person as well. I'm pretty sure we were, but that never came through. Probably my fault again. I'll take it. You get, to the, get to the sand. Get to the sand pit and we'll get it locked in. I can't believe it's been a year since that. Yeah, that's absolutely wild, isn't it? So we're, we've got Alex and Simon on. We're on, I think, we've decided that I'm going to host this one, right? So this could have went anyway because we've all got... 10 plot. seconds ago, we decided this. <laughs> As we were chatting shit. So we're, I, don't, I think this might be episode 10 of Recomp Radio. Um, but what we're going to be doing is between the clients, we're going to be talking about some of the embarrassing stories that uh, have either been first-hand or some great stories that clients have told us over the years of PT and his face-to-face PT, or even just working with people in general, you get to hear some uh, some great, great stories. And um, But before we kick that off, a little bit of life update. What's happening, boys? I'm in Dubai. It's actually a nice temperature now, so I'm not sweating 24-7. Going to Rugby Sevens this weekend. Oh, go on the boys. That's what I'm keen nice. for. Very, very keen for. So, something to tick off the bucket list. It's been on there for a while, so looking forward to it. Class. I'm not in Dubai. It's not. <laughs> it's it's not hot. <laughs> it's really cold. Um, and I'm prepping for a photo shoot, so I'm really skinny at the moment, and I'm freezing cold and hungry. <laughs> When's the shoot? Right there. We've when? got. We've. It's officially eleven days. Eleven days booked for a Monday. Who on earth books a shoot for a Monday? But anyway, um, eleven days now. So I'm heavily in the trenches in the rain, in the cut, like the worst scenario now is just grind time now. So although I say that, to be fair, I feel like I've coasted um, a lot of it. It's not been too hard. We've played a bit of a different strategy on this one, which has been nice. So we've carried it through nice, but I'm very pleased to get it done because I've every brownie that I've seen, every muffin that I've seen, any baked good that I've seen has just looked, um, genuine dribble has, has happened. So bad. Oh, Even yesterday... Like I was in, I was in a coffee shop yesterday, like just working, and this woman just rocked up with this absolute slab of what looked like like Biscoff brownie Rocky Road mixture concoction, and I was just staring at it, like, oh my gosh, that does become a level of porn, doesn't it? When you're uh, in the deep end of a diet, yeah, it was it was tough, but that's where I'm at right now. Looking forward to get it done. You're you're gonna hate me even more. Long bike days, long training days, obviously, and Ironman prep. I'm like. 5k 6k cows seeing all the pasta down literally yeah i'm 200 grams of carbs in powder down before 10 10 a.m i'm not allowed to eat before 12 (laughs) (laughs) kev what about you mate what's new in your world uh nothing wild mate nothing wild i'm just off the back of a presentation to a bunch of coaches this morning so i am highly caffeinated um and what have we got coming up? Uh, <laughs> I love the fact that you're moaning about the temperature. It is significantly colder up here. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely missing the desert myself. But yeah, um, client night out this weekend. So looking forward to that. A little uh, celebration for a year well done. And then, yeah, just got lining some big things up with client, actually talking about photo shoots. We're lining up some client photo shoots for early next year. So nothing nothing nice. overly exciting to report. but. Um, but yeah, wrapping up a very good year. I think last year we done this podcast 
uh, I think it was me and Simon we done it was like 20 21 reflections I think it was wasn't it like lessons yeah. and whatnot that we've learned uh, mm. which was quite good actually to I've listened back to that and it was quite nice to see like the thought process of wrapping up the year this time of the year December going forwards I think a lot of people can I don't want to say mentally check out of the process right but unless there's a short-term goal it's a much more relaxed month so rather than do reflections which is a very good time to do I think we're, we're just trying to make this podcast this episode a little bit more entertaining and, uh, and give you some stories to listen to whilst hopefully we're still getting some steps in trying to establish how ruthless we can go <laughs> where where the line is <laughs> keep it r-rated is that yeah, we should be good nah, nah, we're good we're good yeah we'll be all right who's up <laughs> okay my, mine's not necessarily like a a weird story but the because i haven't got that many from the actual gym floor it was only when i when i kind of came online we started to push nutrition obviously when you write a meal plan you write 100 grams chicken raw weight blah 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 blah. i, I had a client who came back to me about two two and a half weeks into the program i was like how everything's going touch and base um how's your nutrition yeah absolutely fine ticking all the boxes body weight dropping perfectly so like, i'm just really struggling with the chicken i was like how come what's up mate he's like i've just never eaten raw chicken before oh my lord I, 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 like like raw chick like raw chicken and he was like yeah obviously it said it said raw chicken on the meal plan i was like raw weight not eating raw oh chicken oh my god Man, i was like i was like how are you not ill how have you actually stomached that but fair play to me after that he, he was a rock star of a client because he, he followed everything really yeah was like, if you're willing to eat, if you're willing to eat raw chicken to get in shape then you like and you are <laughs> Like, I need to be because um, that, that it's only through things like that. Like you would never think that that was even uh, a consideration that you would need to give the instruction to please cook the chicken. Um, but it's it's only through having things like that that you actually learn to make your coaching process airtight. Because like to give a very very similar example, not quite as extreme as raw chicken, but um, I remember like way 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 back in the day, um, first starting out, Jade was doing a diet and we had. I think it was 150 grams of veg was with each meal. And uh, I, I want to say I put something like asparagus in a program. And she's like, I don't I don't like asparagus. So like, can I change that for salad? I was like, yeah, 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 crack on. Like iceberg lettuce, whatever it is. Have you seen 150 grams of iceberg lettuce? It's a, it's a fucking wheelbarrow of lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> like, and fair play here. Like she put a bit of salt and pepper on there and tried to get it down. She's like, that was banging to be fair family salad bowl trying to try work your way through it it wasn't until i actually seen it in person i was like ah oh, maybe that instruction doesn't quite work out <laughs> i feel like we get these little gaps of where we 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 think this makes complete sense in our heads and we've had a couple of situations like that i had one which was like on the meal plan it was like i think it was god when was it it was about 100 grams right it was 100 grams of because i've got serving and then number of servings right anyway how they were reading it it was 100 grams of tomatoes and one next to it mm. and then turned like weeks down the line found out that with these meals they were having one cherry tomato with this with this meal and i was like and it was only again when they sent like a photo i was like yeah really enjoying everything and so on and there was just this this lonely tomato just sitting there like i was like oh, okay this, this hasn't been explained well. I love that. Like, we'll get to some uh, actual, like, yeah. I've got some comedy stories that clients have told me about things that have happened in their life that honestly, like, I said this uh, prior to it, like, they will live in my head free forever. They are some of the best stories I've ever heard. But 
like just keeping it keeping it client focused at the minute in terms of things that they've done like the best the best the best like kind of not reading the description properly story that i've got is uh is one of my clients she's actually actually one of my cousins um hilarious she she was doing walking lunges and uh, I, it was either walking lunges or split squats either way she wasn't a fan. She's like, I don't really feel these in my glutes too much. And I was like, right, okay, well, what we're going to do is we're going to switch them for a reverse lunge. It's a little bit more hip dominant and uh, and you get a little bit more glutes out of it. And I only actually trained her in person one of our sessions per week, but she was doing like three to four. The rest of the sessions are programmed on the app. There's a nice little video tutorial of exactly how to do the exercise, which she obviously decided not to watch. <laughs> but instead of doing a reverse lunge, which as the boys on the call know right now, you could just stand on the spot and take a step backwards and then stand <laughs> back up on the spot. She decided to do walking lunges backwards through the gym. <laughs> and she just messaged me after the session, fair play to her for, for locking it in and doing it, but she messaged me after the session. She's like, Kev, it's a little bit, it's quite dangerous, isn't it? Like, just, <laughs> I was like, I, in, in my head, I just couldn't get what she was talking about. Start. She's like, yeah, so I was just doing those reverse lunges, like holding the dumbbells and like looking over my shoulder. As, as I, back. I was like, I just in my head, I just had this picture, you know, like the, the reverse sound that you get from a lorry. Yeah, <laughs> I was just about to say, she got a reversing lights on. <laughs> walking through the gym, these dumbbells, that's absolute comedy gold. Um, oh, that's brilliant. That's class. If you're that listening to this, just, you've got some stories like that. Please, yeah, let us know. Please, please message me. <laughs> Recom underscore online on. Uh, I don't yeah. think people realise, obviously, as as trainers, as coaches, the stories that you see because we're dealing with so many people, so a different, such a range of personality as well. Like we just see and hear everything, and it's great. <laughs> yeah, there's some funny ones. One, of the, I had a uh, thing. I had a client who, like, you know, when you get someone who signs up and they're like, they're so in, like, so keen, so excited, like. I was like, you're going to be an absolute legend. And he was the kind of client who was like, follow everything to an absolute tee. He's like, I haven't really done much in the gym before. I was like, you'll be okay. There's training videos to walk you through absolutely everything. Just make sure you film yourself. We'll give you feedback. And uh, super hyped. First training session, first day, doing leg raises. Don't ask me why, but he decided to put a, a dumbbell between his feet whilst he was doing the leg raises. Friend of mine literally comes up, mate, drop the dumbbell on his face, <laughs> ends oh. up in A&E after his first session. And he was like, mate, I've never done leg raises before, but they're dangerous, aren't they? And I was like, when you do them with you're the like, dumbbell. Listen, if you want quads like mine, you're going to do these. <laughs> <laughs> I want four sets of that every single week. Stop Super your excuses. Stop, stop, your, stop your excuses. Only when you don't drop it on your face do you warrant the growth that I've seen. <laughs> Mate, progressive well, overload. How many trips can you make to A&E? Mate, I was literally like, the spe speeches, you know when something happens, you're like, how? Yeah, yeah. We, only you say that actually, but I've got a similar, it's these lessons that make you, like they fast track yeah. your experience as well because you wouldn't have thought of that, right? Obviously, it goes without saying try not to drop a dumbbell on your head, right? Yeah. Um, but he's never done it again. We, yeah, I mean, you're going to learn that one. <laughs> yeah, stick to it. Um, like I've chinned myself with a bar before, like doing like push presses where you hit yourself in the chin and stuff. Like, it, it yeah. happened. um, one of uh, one of my clients, like way, way, way back in the day, I think there was still uh, PT in the south side of Glasgow at the time. And um, on our app just now, lateral raises are a staple for almost all like all guys that we train they're a fantastic exercise but we don't have standing lateral raises on our app which is a very very valid exercise but we've only got them seated 
and like you could look into the mechanics of that and you know there are certain forces angles there's more control no the reason we don't have them seated is because a client back in the day decided that he would like to put his johnson in between two dumbbells and uh and actually smashed it up and ended up in the a e with a bust oh. um and i don't like i don't know if Obviously, used boys are familiar, but if you're listening, uh, there's a, a thing called run the rack, right? Which is basically where you take the dumbbells <laughs> and you do a lot of a lot of reps until it's difficult, and then you start down in the weight. You can go up the up the dumbbells or back down the dumbbells. The point is that you're pushing beyond failure. You're running the running the rack, doing lateral raises, and uh, and just decided to give up at the very very top. But rather than just let them drop to the side, you kind of like popped his hips back a little bit and let them. Like, oh my god! Smash together. And Metal if you, dumbbells as well. Hands down at your hips with dumbbells, like you know that the 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 proximity to your your Johnson is there, and uh, yeah, managed to swing it right in between, caught them, and dropped like a bag of a uh, bag of bag of potatoes right at the floor. So uh, there's no uh, no standing lateral raises in any of our programs as a result, <laughs> because uh, you you only learn that lesson once. Mate, I think we that, need a health and safety checks for online coaching now. Yeah, yeah. mate, that that makes me. Where's your, that makes me where's your risk up. assessment? Yeah. <laughs> but the, um, oh. I remember right, the old workplace of where I used to be. This is more like not from what a client done exercise wise. So, story is right. We came in on Monday. Now we knew that this this wasn't actually one of my clients, but on the gym floor we got to know sort of like all the clientele and so on. And some of them like to party. Right. And they came in, this is obviously in a very high establishment, very well to do, very high up people within their careers and so on. Okay. We have to be very super professional. Anyway, client came in, this is on a Monday, got halfway through the session and we're all thinking he's a little bit lively today. Like he's springing up out of the seats. He's like throwing the weights around a little bit more lively than usual. And John, one of the trainers was like, is everything all right? And he was like, yeah, I think I'm still feeling a little bit from this weekend got to know that he had absolutely just sent it for the past 48 hours non-stop hadn't hadn't slept just been at it we won't go into detail there but you can take what you want from that had been at it for the past 45 hours came in on a monday still absolutely flying come into a full body gbc session like pb in sessions back to back triple sets <laughs> No drama, Le- leaping out the seats like we were like, this is absolutely class, just out of nowhere. It was so funny to watch. I've, actually, I've had a, I've actually had this exact same setup. Uh, what's your what's your what's your new pre workout, bro? <laughs> Honestly, I wanted what he was on because <laughs> um, I had a I had a client in the consultation ask. Is a I can't remember the the, the job, but basically he asked. I know that he had to work. Uh, a lot of his hours are quite un- unsociable hours because a lot of his work was out in China. He's based in the UK, whatever. Um, but he asked straight up, and he's like, "Listen, uh, both myself and my partner, we love a red wine. Um, like, what's the setup with, with red wine and a transformation?" I was like, "I'm going to be direct with you. It, it will directly limit the level of results. It's always a compromise. We can definitely compromise and still get results, but it is a compromise." And he's like, right, okay, I'm willing to cut that out. And then literally in the next sentence, he's like, so what about cocaine? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, this is a consultation as well. Like, I've never, and, and properly put me back. I was like, I've never had a client be so transparent straight away. Uh, and, you know, we deal with people, right? Like, it is what it is. But he just right, asked me, and I was like, I'm going to be honest, I don't think my insurance would even cover giving any direct <laughs> yeah. 
on that. So I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> I don't know what you say. Is it plead the fifth or whatever? I was, I was, I'm going to not comment on that. But like off the record, never turn up to a session with that in yours, like because I will tell you, I will tell you to piss off. <laughs> and um, I was like, because your heart, heart rate is going to be through the roof. Uh, you know, and if, I, if I'm getting you to do something like a finisher at the end, oh yeah, you know that's gonna that's gonna elevate it as well. Um, but yeah, totally fine. I want to say coach them for about two and a half months, and then like just out of the blue, rocks up to this session, exact same thing. And I was like, he, I think he looks ready for a night out. Never mind, a, a, <laughs> yeah, full body session here. And uh, and it was it was we were about four sets in, and I was just like, big man. Tell me the truth, yeah. What's uh, what do you have for breakfast? You know, <laughs> yeah. Sure enough, same thing. Literally had exactly the same thing. Same setup, Client consultation. As he, as he called it. Client consultation was talking about fat loss journey and so on, and he was like, "So, what's the um, what's the correlation on on this then?" So, me and my friends most weekends we like to do um, proper hesitant on it. it was like, uh, we like to get on a bit of blow, and I was like cocaine it was like yeah it was like is that gonna hinder the fat loss at all and i was like i was like oh my gosh i'm not condoning this <laughs> no that's the thing you need to you do need like you need to you need to watch out what you're saying don't you because it's like yeah. oh, my trainer told me like three three of these and then two scrambled <laughs> eggs yeah it's like that yeah oh we said uh push the expenditure up that's for sure yeah two 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 stepping your fat loss away <laughs> <laughs> step counts 40k from the house <laughs> literally um i've i've had a couple of weird one like a, a couple of very very weird consultations as we've obviously branched out kind of like internationally I've, I've had two like i've had one guy literally get on a zoom call with me consultation nothing I just went hey how are you doing yeah good stood up and just stripped off sorry what <laughs> <laughs> did you know what he was on the call for <laughs> He's thinking he's having an interview there. With, hey, uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even talking. Just like top off. Like you, know, you get the odd person. Like yeah, this is what this is what we're working with. Like, this guy was Starco. Stripped like, down, like bollock naked. What what packages do you offer again? <laughs> and here's my yeah. own plans. <laughs> Man, I was literally. I was literally like, and end zoom. Well, that was weird. wasn't it when the when the when the first lockdown hit, uh, you know, there's a lot of like even bigger companies transitioned to uh, to doing like online fitness classes where you would turn up and you do like Zumba on the call. And uh, there was a there was a couple of local on it, and like, I remember the clips going viral because it was basically just like they were doing. <laughs> it was back before we had the 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 waiting room for Zoom, and it was basically you just clicked the link and you were straight in. And uh, and these people were, like they were doing a fitness class and then just literally old men were just sitting in the background starkers on their computer chair and just Mate, there's that there's one there's one of a girl who there's uh, one of a girl who's going for a shit like she was on a webinar like a work meeting and she's like propped her oh, phone up like, over the, uh, away from the toilet that and she's like so funny oh Mate, that, i think that i like that one was like that like, he just got his end of the call but one of the weirdest ones i had is a guy came on and he's like um i've had this twice I think I don't know if it's something with a, a cultural thing, because um, both both the people have been um, Middle East area, and uh, had an a taxi and had it on a consultation. <laughs> consultation, hey, how you going? Blah 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 blah. Um, so, what are your goals? I want to last longer. I'm like, okay, yeah. So, 
Well, like, so, like, you're not talking about right, yeah. your life. Yeah, right. and, uh, see your daughter walk down the aisle last longer. We're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're not, not, I was like, oh, so what, like you're running or something like that? He's like, no, no, I want to last longer in bed. I'm like, dude, I think you're in the wrong place. He's like, you, you're a fitness coach. I right? was like, do you know any exercises to help me last longer? He's like, every time, every time I'm with a, every time I'm with a girl, it's actually like one second and I'm finished. And I was like, dude, dude. <laughs> If you like, if you find like, the answer, to it with him, can, you, can you let me know? <laughs> like, I think you're on the wrong call. But if you find out, here's my, here's my number. Yeah, we've got handle slide back in. And find out, I've got a group chat of um, coaching lads. If you can just drop it into there. Oh, that's good. Oh. That was good. If you do enough, if you do enough, you, you're going to get some of those. Like I remember, um, yeah, fuck it. We're, we're not, we're not. Uh, I suppose we're not holding punches in term in, in the way that we're speaking. But the, uh, one of the the consultations that I had that properly like just put me back was uh, it was a client asking for a, a better cum gutter, and that was the exact terminology. Apparently, I had no idea that this was a thing, but that is the split between your abs in certain communities yeah yep you can figure that one out for yourself <laughs> but uh oh my Lord. yeah that was an interesting couple of months learn something every day yeah 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 there's a terrible yeah, i feel like some people don't have a filter like <laughs> no, yeah, well, within, this, is the thing, within this game they don't you get the ones that are just completely like yep yeah, open they'll speak and you'll just you'll just hear it all and it's like i feel like that makes us a bit more like okay like anything we hear now we're like okay fair enough yeah. Like no matter how bad it is, it could this could be horrendous. Very rare that I'm getting. Uh, all right. If you've been in it for long enough, you're going to get those stories, aren't you? Yeah. You realize how everybody is messed up. Everybody, everybody's got their own stories. Yeah. One of the uh, one of the best things. Uh, the, I think this is the single biggest thing that I miss from Gym Floor PT is just having a staff room full of PTs because you know if there's 30, 40 sessions per day you know between every every coach there's always a class story that a client shared with you like something they've got up to at the weekend or whatever mm-hmm. and one of the best stories that unfortunately is not my client um because this guy's an absolute legend but um big man was was dieting to to look better and level up his confidence so that, because he was a single and was wanting to want to get back on the dating market <clears throat> and everything was going well coach was telling us this story he's like you're gonna love this this is the single best story and he's he got the green light to share it as well because he's like this story is too good to keep uh to keep on the wraps because back in he's like i'm not telling you it just now i'm let's wait till we've got like a proper spare hour and uh and we're all sitting wanting to hear this story and uh and we get <laughs> he's like getting the coffees in sitting down chatting about it but yeah like i said so the, the boy was, he was the whole point was to get back on the dating market and feel confident in himself and it was going well He's looking good, and uh, he started to bag himself some dates on Tinder. But it's from Glasgow, and one of those dates was in I think I think it was Manchester. So he's getting the train down. Now first date in a while. He's all prepped. He's all hyped about it. He's locked everything in. The haircut's been done. You know, like moisturised everything. He's locked in. He's got the he's got the game plan on the go, and uh, got a new outfit. Everything for it. All the stops have been pulled out, and he's on this train on the way down, and he bought some like new jeans and stuff. And he had filled up, he got got lunch before he was heading down or, or dinner, whatever it was that we're going out for drinks. And something he'd ate wasn't I've just I've just re- I've just remembered this story. <laughs> yeah, so this was <laughs> something he ate 
didn't sit well in his stomach. And he's like, I'll, uh, so I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll be all right. I'll hold it in. We'll be, we'll be good. Didn't want, didn't want to go in the, in the train toilet. She's so holding this in. And it's like, it's, it's a couple of hours on the train to Manchester, you know, from Glasgow. So he's holding this in, he's holding this in. And eventually he gets to the point where he's like, right, could I, could I just like nip out and like change in one of these stations or something and then get back on the train? He's obviously getting desperate with this. And, uh, and he decides obviously against that plan because it's not the smartest, like you're not going to make that train back. <clears throat> so then what happens is eventually it gets to a breaking point where he's like, I've got no, like there is, I'm either going to shit myself here in, in this seat or I'm going to have to just go in the toilet in the train and what happened what happened was basically on the way to the toilet he did shit himself oh my god <laughs> and then he gets so he gets into the toilet and he's like I'm absolutely mortified I, I can't believe this like I'm going on this first date and I've just shit myself but thankfully like I said he was so hyped about it that he bought a new outfit he bought an outfit, so he gets himself onto this toilet and he, t- he cleans himself up. And it, <laughs> he threw his, uh, I don't know how he managed to do this within the train toilet, but he threw his, uh, like, sewed jeans away. He sh- shit his jeans and he managed to throw them away in, like, the, the bin or whatever. And um, he goes into his bag to pull out his new outfit. He's, like, cleaned himself up, sorted everything out. Pulls out his T-shirt, puts it on his new T-shirt. Pulls out boxes, puts on his new boxes sorts everything out and then goes to pull out his new jeans and he packed a denim jacket so he didn't the only jeans that he had were the jeans that were outside shit covered <laughs> oh <the> my god <laughs> <laughs> or a denim jacket <laughs> so that was his two options and he's going to meet this this uh date in manchester never met her before well, surely it's off by this stage. Oh, no, no. This, like... this, is, this is why this guy's an absolute hero. So he basically told her that, uh, that he'd, <laughs> he'd left his jeans and he'd got, he'd got he'd packed a denim jacket. I don't know how he managed to swindle it on the other side, but basically what he'd done is he messaged her to, he asked us, like, listen, this is the weirdest request ever, but can you go to like Azada or whatever and just pick <laughs> up some jeans? <laughs> so she met, when they got in uh, Manchester, Met her at the station with some fresh jeans uh, with a denim jacket wrapped around the waist. <laughs> oh my God, that is so class. Fair play to him. Must commit Fair play it's... for that. Yeah. I would not know how you were pulling back from that after shitting yourself on the train. I think I'd just stay in the toilet until it's just <laughs> for the rest of your life. <laughs> Nobody would ever hear from me again if that happened. <laughs> Oh. I can't believe he's managed to turn that around. Would you know the outcome of the date? Yeah, how did the date go? I was like, tell me, tell me what happened. Like, was it a successful date? Uh, but yeah, unfortunately not. We didn't, we didn't get any, uh, any feedback off the back. Maybe, of that. maybe it was that. Maybe the fact oh. that he turned up looking like he was wearing a denim skirt because he had shit himself. <laughs> I, mean, I wonder if he had explained it as well. Be like, so this, is, I did come in trousers, but they're no longer feasible to wear. <laughs> I mean. Like, I've got so many. I've got so many follow up questions. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I wish this was my personal story so that I could actually fill in the blanks because it's one of those ones that lives in my head. Because I'm like, exactly that. I've got, I want to know the rest of this. But yeah, that that was one of the best staff room stories that I've ever yeah. heard. Unreal. Fair play to him that's from that. Fun. Like when you when you're in that situation, that is a. I feel like that's a life or death situation. I have to say, I've not had a. 
I've not had a client in that situation, but I have been in that in myself when I was over in um I was over in Sydney training, and I was like there on my own cruising through Sydney Centre. Was um was in the gym previously. It was like belly's feeling a bit squiff. Not sure what's going on here. Halfway through the session, I was like, nah, I should probably. I'm not feeling too. Well. I'm not feeling this session. I'm gonna go home. The uh, where I was staying, the hotel was literally just straight down Sydney Centre. I've started walking back, and I was like, my belly has just taken a turn for the worst. The actual pain at this point was like, oh dear God, this is this is a dropping point. So you Something's know, when you, that, like, you know, when you do that like brisk walk, that was <laughs> that was happening where you like you feel like you're trying to hold a walnut between your legs, like, and while trying to walk. Anyway, I've got to that, and that now at this point, this is physical pain, <laughs> level ten pain, and I'm like, this, I've got, I'm gonna go, I'm about to go, and it was either I was about to shit in the middle of Sydney Centre, town centre, or it was, and luckily. Or, or I was just going to shit myself. I was just going to accept it for what it was and it was just going to happen. Um, fortunately, there was this pub, literally, I just scouted it because it was all just like shops and stuff. So there wasn't even like the option for a toilet. Just scouted it, went flying through this door, straight past the bar. They were like, you're right, mate. She like, no time for you. <laughs> in, in. God knows the sound that it was to way too much information for this. But yeah. Fair play for him wrapping that one around because I had no dignity after that. I thought I was about to shit in the centre of Sydney Centre. So, well, in the street. I, I, you know what? Like, if if I heard that story firsthand in terms of, like, somebody still committing and going through with that day, there's nothing, as, as embarrassing as it would be firsthand, there's nothing embarrassing about that story secondhand. I'm like, you know what? My estimate for you is when... Hero. Up, yeah. You have committed to that cause. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you? T- t- turns was... out they're married now, and he still never told her. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. To be honest, I was waiting for that. I was waiting for them to be like, "Yeah, they're still together. They've got two kids." <laughs> I make a mother story that, isn't it? Yeah, and, and for your 18th birthday, I want to give you this uh, family relic <laughs> denim jacket. <laughs> it's got like patches on it from all the dates. <laughs> Uh, standing yeah oh. there's a rabbit hole if you if you train yeah there's a rabbit hole of shit in yourself there's a rabbit hole uh, if anyone listening if you ever train for a marathon you'll have some close calls yeah that's yeah. <laughs> those, gel, those gels oh. and, if, and if anyone's a gymnast or a trampolinist on here as well I can relate <laughs> don't be doing that on a on a same <laughs> same story on that you know it's on a unpredictable drop in that is <laughs> Mad. Oh, we've come off of we've come off of I've, got, I've got another one that is that is firsthand that is one of the best best stories that any clients ever told me but i don't want to hog it so let's see if we've got anything else we want to want to are we the- going are we going client face here or are we going with us stuff that we've done what do oh, you want can be both like so essentially i'm just what i wanted to, to run through is some of the best like the best stories that you've heard from pt like that you've been working so um no i've got i've got one that, that I, I, yeah i've uh i've um one of the worst things that ever happened to me was i wasn't even that old i remember my, my best mate johnny was uh spotting me i was going for a big lift and every everyone in the gym had stopped to like watch me hit this pb because we were training like a little strength conditioning club and uh rep one fine rep two fine rep three 
my shorts are very tight, put it that way. And uh, I go down in the squat, my shorts just go, like li- literally rip, like from fr- front front to back. But I somehow managed to get the squat back up. Johnny was absolutely no use for spotting me behind me because I'm absolutely howling because my shorts are ripped. That's because he's got but, your shorts over his face. <laughs> <laughs> but mate, but everyone, I just turned around, everyone just looked horrified. <laughs> Hanging at the back. <laughs> No, mate, I was up. Everyone thought I'd shit myself. Dude, I, uh, I got <laughs> Everyone... a very, very similar story, actually. So back, back when I was in uni. I, di- I, didn't, I didn't shit myself. My shorts had just ripped, but... <laughs> I used to I used to run a weightlifting club when I was in uni, Olympic lifting. And um, so, like, almost every day you're, you're squatting to... Uh, every session you're squatting to some degree. And, um, like, I'd stupidly not done my washing at all. So I didn't actually have any proper training shots, but I had some swimming shots. And uh, I went in, I was like, you know what, I'll just do it. And like, it, you know, boys, that like, you do not squat in swimming shorts. They're just not built for the for the range that you need on a squat. And um, and obviously with uh, with squatting so much as well, my legs were a little bit bigger and uh, they just were, there was no giving these shots whatsoever. So I was front squatting. And luckily for me, it was only, I want to say like, 60 or 80 kilo it was like a first or second warm-up set on the on the bar dropping into a front squat and the, the, i can still hear the snap it was like an elastic snap as the shot is just split from back right up to front but you know yourself like swimmers you don't wear boxes underneath swimmers they've got a little like built-in netting and uh yeah sadly for me i was i was the coach at the time as well i was like right guys you're gonna have to take this session yourself because i'm not free balling this session <laughs> Just like as they oh. start, as I'm warming up, uh, joys. The problem of quads. Yeah, I don't have that issue at the minute. Mate. Yeah, squat, squat, squat is a dangerous game. There was a um, coming back onto coming back onto a client story. One that's just popped to mind. Actually, it came off the back of what we were talking about earlier. In terms of like, but you know, when a client just starts looking good, starts like feeling himself, getting more confident, and so on. We were, um, this is one of my in-person clients. We got on really well. So we'd sort of like have the lad chat, speak about obviously the dating scene, the relationships and so on. And he was, he was feeling a lot more confident at this point. And he was, he was seeing somebody for a while at the time. And, um, and he came in and he was just absolutely fuming one day. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, what's, what's that? It's just been the weekend. Like you've just said that you've been out and about. I thought like, cause I'd spoke to him that weekend as well. He knew that he was going out. Um, I was like, what the hell is going on here? He's literally like pacing in the gym and he's like, I honestly can't believe this. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, so you know that girl I've been seeing? I was like, yeah. He was like, so I went out with her this weekend, right? And, um, and we bumped into this other girl that I've been like talking to. And I was like, sorry, hang on a minute. What? And he was like, yeah, like since I've been, looking better, feeling a bit more sharp. Like I've been a little bit more like active on the, on the dating scene and on the social. Anyway, come to light that he's now multitasking, speaking to multiple different people. And he'd gone out on this night out and there was two of them there. And he was with obviously one of them taking them out on, on this thing. And the other one had bumped into him and been like, what the hell is this? And he's come to me with the session. So be like, He's raging because this girl's kicked off at him. And he's like, I can't believe she's kicking off like that. Like what? And I was like, what do you want me to say here? I was, I was As if like, I'm trying to justify that he's in the right in this situation. Cause he's fuming that he's double dating and it's not, not then gone to plan. Yeah. That's, that's not okay. Mm. At all. No. 
I, he was fully like pacing the gym. Like, I can't believe she got annoyed at that. Like, <laughs> who the hell does she think she is? Like, <laughs> because he's he's seen her earlier in the week, and now he's on a date with this other girl that he's been seeing for the past god knows how many months. Because he's feeling himself now. He's feeling a bit more sure of himself. And now th- this is apparently the new norm. This is what he does. And I was like, I'm not condoning this. Do not bring did, me. Do they even know I train three days a week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm deadlifting now. <laughs> oh, I'd, 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 I'd pay to be a fly on the wall to see you and that. that you're, <laughs> you're not very, uh, hold your, back, your words too well. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I let him have it. You can see it quite well in your face. So, uh, be a fly oh. on the wall. I don't know what to come through with that. He was fully raging. Like, I would say, I would say yeah, it's not, it's not even a funny story, that one. It was just like, uh, just one of those bizarre stories that happens with clients. And it's like, oh my gosh. But one a little bit more so on me back early, early in the PT days, we'll say this is, um, we went to, a, we had a boys holiday in Ibiza and absolutely sent it for seven days straight. So obviously wasn't feeling too fresh by the end of it. I thought we'll give it a few days afterwards. Obviously you don't work immediately after coming back from Ibiza. You just don't do that to yourself. So you give it about three or four days. Anyway, I gave it seven thinking we'll allow a good amount of time. So two weeks out at this point, first week was Ibiza full send. Second week was at home crying to my mum that I'm not all right. Then (laughs) Got in on the weekend, had a full book, had a full diary of people booked in, right? And when I when I PT right, I like to show up. Okay, I like to show up, professional caps on. I take my clients through every session. sessions. Anyway, one of the first clients that I had knows what it's about, right? Knows no loves Ibiza, goes all the time and so on. Got halfway through the session, she was just like, You're not all right, are you? I was like, Oh god. I was like, is it that bad? I'm trying to mask the fact that I am feeling ropey as for I'm standing there wobbling while <laughs> she's obviously like training. She's taking her through her sessions. I'm struggling to count to 10 and it's just not all right. And yeah, she was like, you're not fine. And I was like, is it bad? And she was like, yeah. It's like, oh God, it's just like, I'm really sorry. I'm not okay. I thought I'd be all right by now, but I'm not. Two days ago, I was crying at happy feet. Now... <laughs> I thought, I thought at this stage I'd be all right. But it was when in the group chat, the boys were like, is anybody else just crying for random, <laughs> random stuff? <laughs> so I was like, that makes me feel better that I wasn't alone. But that wasn't my finest hour, I have to say. I didn't go through the same trouble first hand, but I, I did... I went on a stag to to, to Magaluf, uh, full send with the boys. You know, like, it is a stag do. It is, but it is. You know, what I mean, like there's no there's no peppermint teas on a stag do, is there? Um, so we're we're out there for a couple of days, and it worked out much cheaper for me to just fly direct to to London for a job interview after it, rather than come home and then then go back. Very bold idea to decide and go for. But what I had in, at the time, was, you know, the job was on a pedestal. I really, really wanted a great, great space to to be PT in from and, and whatnot, and uh, you know, very prestigious. And uh, but you know, I'm not, I'm not going to not go to one of my good friends' stagdos for it just uh, off the back of this. So I was like, I'll make it work. We'll get there. And uh, so I fly straight from this. <clears throat> I barely got a voice. You know, as as what it is. I've got a great tan though, and. Um, <laughs> So I rocks into you're in, yeah. I rocks into this. 
and uh, you know it's like your interviews in, in and of themselves are always like a, a semi-high pressure thing right so I'm thinking make sure you're sharp Kev make sure that you're you know you've got a good flow to at least what you're talking about and that's it right that's that's the least you can do show up semi-presentable and have some flow about yourself but I'm shitting myself because when I go down this uh, down this elevator, it opens and there's like 30 PTs there because the timing of my interview was literally in the middle of a team meeting. So it opens the door and I'm like, well, at least I look good. You know, I've got the tan, I've got the shirt on the go, we're, we're, we're good to go. And um, receptionist shows me to the gym floor, basically just says, grab a seat on the uh, bench, they're in an interview just now. And uh, so I'm, I'm sitting there, trying not to sweat through this baby blue shirt, whereas there's like 30 PTs, like, half watching the presentation half trying to see who's the new guy getting the interview and then just to my left the door swings open and it's just like three guys just usher this young boy out and like <laughs> flopping about like head rolling and they just put him into the the warm-up area and put him into the recovery position and like what what happens is that somehow is that that interview is like the I think it was the fourth or the fifth stage of that interview process and the point of it is to grill you on your programming so they grilled this little boy and they, they just said he shut down like Windows 98. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> shut down in front of them because of the pressure. And I'm sitting there like just off the back of this stag do, second guessing myself at the, you know, the best of times, trying not to sweat through this shirt because there's a crowd in front of me. And then this guy just fucking passes out the interview in front of me. And I was like, ah, I'm, I'm going to need to do some mental gymnastics to keep myself cool here. <laughs> <laughs> I went back in and I was like, like literally the first two lines that I said was just like guys I've got a train to catch can you not do that to me <laughs> and also, yeah. kind of missing my voice but I've got a great time I've been on a stag too please bear with and uh, I think they appreciated the transparency at least I didn't yeah, pass that's out good. You know I mean? but the thing is right is we always compare so it doesn't matter if my interview was bang average if I didn't pass out I'm leveled up above the guy in front of me so it's like I didn't think about that until after the fact I was like Do you know what? expectation is a lovely thing could have happened their baseline was like year after that you set the bar pretty low for you yeah yeah 100%. you've gone in with banter there I rate that you've settled the nerves yeah. with banter seeing that I would have been like oh my god what's going on here the worst part about it is we always just like see when the boy came back through they gave him like coconut water um, you know what it's like if you like if, if you've ever had like really low blood sugar and you get really lightheaded and dizzy like it's not Horrible. all that it's not always that dangerous but you're not fully compassment it's like you're not there to start with you've, you're a bit you know out of it and like it came through with these coconut water and you know that way it was just because there was like 30 plus trainers just sitting there like he's just passed out on an interview and I was like oh that boy must want the ground to just swallow him up <laughs> like, that was not yeah, that's that's no good. When I was, this is throwing it way back in the day when I used to be a lifeguard, we used to get like the lifeguards come in for their training. And part of their interview was that they had to do like a timed swim. And one of them literally leapt in, whistle went straight through, made it the first length, came back, pulled up halfway and literally just spewed <laughs> like halfway across the pool. It was, it was horrendous just in this interview. And we were like, okay, he's not passed then. Don't think he's going to be cut for the, uh, Come for the job. You get seasick. Not yeah. a natural affinity for it at all. Yeah. That's yeah. a danger zone, that. Oh. It's a horrible position to be in. I know the, the place that you've seen spoke about, Kev, there as well. It's a it's an absolute establishment. So you are feeling the pressure. You are feeling the pressure. I remember um not not an interview process, but client story here. So 
when I first started and I like to be fair, this is actually my coaching style anyway, but as I said, like I will push my clients hard. Right. But when I was, when I was on the gym floor there, it was almost like I'd bring the energy. I'd bring the actual rooms energy up as well. So when I was with clients, taking them to failure sets and so on, like I was loud, I had a presence and uh, <laughs> I was known for taking the clients either on a leg press or on a leg extension and just absolutely obliterating them. And there was one of them to be like absolutely trembling. There was on the uh, on the leg extension, already taking them to failure at this point. They were shaking, legs are trembling. They're like, Alex, I can't do any more. And I'm like, I'm just getting their face and I'm like, you've got at least 10 more. <laughs> Literally, they're like absolutely screaming at this point. I'm basically just picking their legs up and just dropping them down, carrying them on. They're making the most noise out of anybody in this gym. They've gone to get up, step out of it. Both legs have just buckled underneath them and just literally hit the deck straight away. God yeah. knows what it would have looked like from their from their perspective. But I've just gone cruising off down the gym like, yeah, that's what. Welcome. <laughs> This, had, uh, this is the point that we're going to take you to when you're a, when you're a young PT as well like that's what you think is actually the most beneficial to do is like push your client to the hardest you can possibly and it's not like genuinely like, we know this now it's not always the most productive thing that you do like I literally had a client set up the other day and that's uh, yesterday was one of the things that I said I was like you've you've not been training for the last year and a half it's like we don't need to do the same style like you're on a full body split so that you can get the most out of your training week not just the session you know mm. uh, but I, I was very much the same like uh I remember uh, when I came back from from London, and uh, I had a, like a proper like I'm I've got a point to prove. I want to be the best the best PT in Glasgow, head and shoulders. And it was the same mentality, just like push every client as hard as you possibly could, you know. And it's more often than not, it can be counterproductive. Like there's definitely a space for pushing it as hard as you can, but yeah, not not for somebody that's day one and, yeah. and just in the door, you know. Um, and I I remember uh, doing that and. Literally, uh, one of my one of my clients, Steve. What a great guy! I'm in like a lot of time from, um, but first session like spewed all over his dashboard, and in, in the car after the session, and he told me that, and I was like, yeah, I probably should tone it down a little bit. Like, there's no, there is, there's, there yeah, is yeah. no benefit to those extra two reps if they make you spew in your dashboard. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, well, I had a, role. I had a, uh, I coached a, coached a lady, and she was like, my son wants to, wanted to basically join the Marines. And uh, she was like, he needs a reality check. He's not fit enough. He's not ready to do it. She's like, can I bring him for a session? And basically, can you fuck him up? Challenge <laughs> <Dallas, laughs> accepted. Wait, this woman, she's like, he just needs a reality check. He needs to realize that if he actually wants to do it, he needs some work. So kid comes in, kid's 17 years old. And I'm like, oh, you're in for it. <laughs> you're fucking in for it here, oh. mate. Bear in mind, this is back when I used to PT in, in my mum and dad's house in a shed in the garden. <laughs> I've just got Three. this. Uh, <laughs> the Ian, Ian Beale meme. So I've got nothing left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Basic, basically, <laughs> the, 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 the mum had booked a 45-minute session. He lasted three and a half. And then it was on his hands and knees, puking in mum and dad's flower bed. And then he was literally lying there, like hugging the bottom of the tree for the rest of the forty-five minutes. Just nurturing oh, it. Like I've actually, I've been there myself. Like, yeah, oh man, I've been there as well. The first yeah, ever, but... first ever, like programmed diet thing that I done was, um, I think it was called Final Phase Fat Loss. It was basically just a six-week um, program, but they had these. It was this training style called density training, uh, 
absolute nonsense, right? Like zero benefit to it whatsoever. But the sales pitch off the back of it, guy was a great copywriter. So the sales, but I was mentally bought into this method of training being phenomenal. Basically, the split the future, was, bro. yeah, there was different, there were different styles of training every day of the week, right? And I think it was like the Thursday was density training. And to just give you a bit of like idea of what that actually is, right? Because we know it's a lot of nonsense. But basically, you had to. Pick what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <I'd> be <laughs> but you had to pick a weight on an exercise, right? And then what you had to do, you were doing three sets for it. You would start a timer, say it was like ninety seconds or whatever, and you would do as many reps as you could on that on that set. And then the next um, next set, you had to do more reps. And then the next set, you had to do more reps. So you had to basically best yourself for three times. But there was like a prescription for how heavy the weight actually had to be, depending on what you could lift. So you couldn't even cop it out and just go super light and just bang them all out. But it got to the point where the limiting factor on any any exercise that you were doing was always your heart Are pump. You? Yeah, you're, like, you're just ready to spew your ringer after like three sets. And then you, you've got like 12 exercises or something to get through. It was just hard work for hard work's sake, right? But literally every single Every single Thursday for that entire diet period, head was in the bin. Head was in the bin every single time, chundering every way. And it's like, there is zero benefit to that whatsoever. But I mean, at the time, I was just like, yeah, nobody's like the rocks mentality. I'm the hardest worker in the fucking room. <laughs> I will what, spew and keep going. Uh, I, yeah. feel like, I feel like we've all hey. been there. Everybody's been there in their, like, in their training journey. Left. <laughs> yeah. I'm going for it. I remember when I was doing CrossFit, I was playing around that two stories on that actually. When I first started doing CrossFit, going from conventional sort of like bodybuilding style gym into that, I knew the owner of the place and he was like, oh yeah, like he was like, you're pretty strong. Like, I know you're going to be fit. We'll chuck you with these guys. It was on a Saturday session. So it was like a lively session, music up, energy's high, chuck me in with the big boys. And I was like, all right, okay, like settle down. I know this is a bit different style of training, exactly the same thing. My competitiveness obviously came out as well. I had to be keeping up. By the end of it, I was an absolute costume of a man. It was just ridiculous. I was sat in the corner, not knowing what to do with myself because I didn't know whether I was going to collapse, have a heart attack, be sick, shit myself. Could have gone either way. Either way. There's, it a, gone. there's, a, then, there's a common theme here with Alex. <laughs> Either way, any situation I've been in, I've almost yeah. <laughs> it's like my go-to mechanism for stress. <laughs> no, it's not. I can I can handle myself a little bit better than that. Anybody listening, I can handle myself. Don't worry, I'm well established now. I know how to deal with myself. <laughs> the worst the worst thing I've ever had of like um fitness was a, a pre-season with rugby. But anyway, there was 40, 47 lads on this sand dune. There was 42 were sick. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mate, and and we were literally, we were literally there. I've never seen I've been boys running up a sand dune, just puking, puking over themselves and just carrying on running. It's the most horrendous thing I've ever seen in my life. But fair play for keep going. I'm out. As soon as I start, it's like people on a night it, out. Stop it, stopping stopping wasn't out. a choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fair, I rate that. I mean, I kind of rate it kind of fucked no, up. It's, but, com- it's completely fucking stupid, but it's, yeah. Ridiculous what yeah. you do. A bit of peer pressure as well, isn't it? Mm. So uh, when lads do on a night out, though, complete tangent, just spew on a night out. They're like, just have a little little mop up and then keep going. It's like, yeah. I don't know Tacky how you chunder. do that. Tacky that. Yeah, a little tactical quick one. My mate used to do it on repetition, mate. Every night out. Every <laughs> night out, he'd have a quick one at pre's. It was part of it. Make quick room for more, isn't it? <laughs> at pre's and then out he goes. Mate, play, play rugby for 10 years in a tactical tunt. 
Taki Chanda becomes a becomes a tool. I've only ever done one tactically before, and it was exactly what you just said there. It was rugby boys. Um, I, I I went to Edinburgh for uni, and like the first night out that I went through with, uh, with the rugby boys through there for because I, I joined, uh, I went direct into third year at uni. Um, so these boys had already kind of knew each other. I got on well with them through through lifting. I've never really played like played rugby at all, but I uh, got on well with them through lifting. And invited me out to a night out, and it was like over to one of the lads' house, and they're like, "Right, if you're if you're coming out with the boys, like rugby culture, you need to get you need to do something to get involved." So they made me a, a dirty pint, and it was like basically like a pint of beer. Then it was like Bisto, there was like some chili sauce in there, just absolute nonsense. And it was that was my first drink of the night. I'd literally just turned up to the house, and they're like, oh, yeah, "It's the worst part." Come out unless you take this pint. And I was just fuck's sake, boys, like, not about foreplay goes a long way here, you know what I mean? Like, could have, could have at least ease me into this. And um, and the ego took over and you are like... Yeah, but then, so obviously, straight away, I was like, come Whoa, on. lads. Yeah. Boys. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I, I sent it, like, God knows what was actually in there, but it tasted absolutely horrendous. Like, granules of Bisto and stuff like that in my teeth. Fantastic. And I just thought to myself, I was like, if this sits in my stomach, there's no way that this night is not going to end in a good way. So... So I just kept it, played it casual for the next five minutes, had another, opened another beer, and then literally just went to the toilet for a tactical. And I was just like, yeah, that's not, that's not ruining my experience. My, my night out. It's like, poof. And it, to be fair, if you've ever done a pint of uh, lager and bistle, it comes up quite easy. You don't need, you don't need much oh, encouragement. I can imagine, mate. I've been there. I've but been I will there. go on the, on the tangent of night out stories yeah, here. Yeah, this is going to get sloppy. Like to, to, to bring it back, we'll bring it back. We'll keep this semi PG, right? But this is the, <laughs> the single best first hand story that I've, uh, I've ever heard from a client. Um, sadly, he's not directly involved. It's one of his best mates. But um, this is <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, it's, it's a little bit of a longer story, but thankfully it was uh, it was on a client night out, which I'm looking forward to this Saturday for in case we get any more of these to put into the bank. But anyway, get, getting straight to it, client, uh, client social butterfly, got tons of different fr- uh, friends from every different group, right? And one of the, one of his mates was, um, she was a cheerleader, like as, a, as one of her hobbies. She, she, don't know what you would say, is it a squad? Like anyway, she, she was a cheerleader, she was a dancer. Very good looking girl, and uh, and she's got a lot of different like she got about a little bit right. And um, she was the wild one of two sisters, and her other sister, like proper, like proper Christian family, like raised, married, married young, and all this kind of things. And she was like the the family rebel, but she'd moved, she'd moved, sitting, moved back in with her parents. She had a lot of a uh, lot of racy underwear, and uh, and then. Just her mum was doing her washing and she found a lot of stains on her washing. And uh, we know we know what kind of stains we're talking about here. Yeah. And uh, and basically she was like, right, okay, it's a bit strange because she's like, I can't imagine she would have just left them like lying about, you know, all stains and stuff. And she was doing a bit of a cleaning and she found like stains on the sets inside the drawers. And like, there's only there's only one guy in the house, and she noticed that the she didn't have any partners over, and she wasn't she wasn't going out as much, you know. So there was no there was no way in which these stains could be getting from her with partners. So she accused the the dad of, you know, 
doing the Johnson on uh, on top of uh, if his daughter's his daughter sets and he, like ob- for obvious reasons the dad's gonna fly off the handle and he's like what are you talking about of course I would never do that you know because basically the mom is basically saying are you masturbating on your daughter's sets here right that's fucked up and, uh, <clears throat> but the, like the, so the two of them are puzzled right they're like what's going on here mom's still a little bit suspicious and uh but they're they're like right how do we how do we get to the bottom of this so mum watched every single set that she possibly had and put them all back in and uh and again that happened so they were like oh, I, I really don't know how to play this i don't know how to uh, how do we even bring this up a wanking ghost yeah yeah basically <laughs> some portuguese um but basically, they were like puzzled about how to bring it up because it um, goes goes without saying quite a quite a sensitive thing to to say. Mm-hmm. So the rather than bring it up straight away, the the mom actually confines in her sister, which is the auntie, and uh, she's like, "You're not going to believe this. The same fucking things happened to me. Like I've I've noticed that myself. I did. I just didn't put anything like didn't put any stock in it. Like I just thought I was like mm, maybe I was being a bit." like mental with this not too sure and anyway so they then the the auntie comes over and they chat to the, the dad and they're like right well like, what like what's going on here and uh so then they actually they do confront daughter about it and they're like right what's going on like what's happening here this is what's happening your mom's watched these sets it's happened multiple times right and she hadn't even realized that this was happening at all the entire time so she's like what the fuck is going on now they were like right okay clearly you've been bringing guys over you've been sneaking something like what's what's going on here right and they're like and she's adamant that this that like nothing's happening here now here's where the story actually takes a little bit of a turn because the quiet sister was married and the guy the 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 brother-in-law was the they turned out it was the they found out it was the brother-in-law now the, the reason that they found it out is because the auntie uh, now they, were, they obviously couldn't pin this on them, but they was like the only other person that they were kind of suspicious about. But the auntie uh, had previously had a stalker, and had uh, then just fitted our just fitted our house out with CCTV. Oh. And the, how they caught it was they washed all of the sets, and they asked him to go and wash the, uh, go and walk the dog, and he walked the dog, and then they've got CCTV footage of him full fully donned out, fully kitted out in the set, walking about the house. <laughs> And then putting the set back. And uh, so then they were like, right, how the fuck do we say this to our daughter? Because it turns out the husband has been <clears throat> doing this and the sisters and the and the and the aunties. And um yeah, so long story short, basically they bring everybody, full family intervention, and you know, not not quite your common Sunday roast, is it? But around the table. Around the table. Yeah. And they were like, right. This is the situation. You've got absolutely no means of denying it. We've got CCTV footage. And the boy just turned around and went, yeah, I've got a problem. I've had it since I was a kid. I was like, what? Like, Wait, what, what? He just puts puts this underwear on? Yeah. Puts, puts it on, mm. throws mm. it in the house, and then, <laughs> then sees himself off in it. Oh, my God. That is... And, uh, <laughs> yeah, just, like, just turned around like, Blasey was like, yeah, I've got an issue. No. It's, uh, it's something that you know floats my boat, and that is what it, it is. What it is. So needless to say that the the you know the, the sister was divorced straight away. Like 
he was exiling for the family and I was like that has got to be one of the most wild stories that I've ever heard in my life like oh mate I feel yeah, so I feel bad like, I, feel, I feel like that's a Netflix series yeah I was going to say it is <laughs> it is um, yeah wow. so it's up there wow. it's up there. I was like you know you know that way that client was telling me about it and I was just like he he knows it firsthand as well so there was more layers to it than, than I've just told but I was just like you genuinely could make a series out of this this is the most yeah. wild this is like uh what's his what's his name joe exotic fucking tiger king level madness like <laughs> like you genuinely some east enders nonsense here right but yeah i can't believe that mate some this what do you even say back to that i don't even know what to say back to that now like, <laughs> say, like see you in the, the see you in the next episode <laughs> just taking notes <laughs> taking notes Sh- charlotte excel <laughs> But like, yeah, like genuinely, what do you do with that? Like, that's a that's a family destroyer right there, isn't it? Yeah, man. Madness, man. Absolutely. Fair play for just being like, yeah, it's a real problem I've had for a while though. Owning it, I rate that. It's no. the denial. <laughs> if you <laughs> denied it, no. if you denied it, no. If he denied it, then it'd be like, there's me like, that's that's the nice guy in me. I'm like, fair play, owned it, up, owned up to it. <laughs> no, that's not me condoning it. There's but, owning up to it, and there's owning it. Yeah, true. Owning it, yeah, that's very true. Actually, there's owning it proudly. I'm with the denim jacket. He gets the he gets the confidence off the back of it. This, yeah, this, fair enough. Yeah, you're out. You're off the team. You're out. Oh. That one. You're out the yeah, chat. So there's that. Like uh, you can let that. Kev, Kev, Kev drops his mic and leave leaves the Zoom call. <laughs> yeah, just out. Yeah. So, well, fellas, yeah, fellas. I that was entertaining. End it on that note. Yeah, just a spiel of whatever that was. I hope you enjoyed. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe. <laughs> you don't get this content being uh, dropped on this post, other than don't spew yeah. on your dashboard. You don't need to do that. <laughs> don't don't spew on your dashboard. Don't shit yourself. Always pack a spare pair of jeans. And uh, and if we you won't get, even comment on the last yeah. story. If you get any yeah. stories to share, then drop it to underscore recomp online. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. See you in the next one, fellas. Love it.